Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! 
Ditch the gas station energy drinks and overpriced coffee. Cardomax Energy Intensifier will give you the clean, great-tasting boost your day needs. Owned and operated by former Navy SEAL Sean Matson. Cardomax Energy Intensifier is packed with B3, B6, B12 vitamins, caffeine, and BCAAs to keep you dialed in throughout your day. Use the promo code NOONERS to get 30% off your next four orders at Cardomax.com. That's Cardomax.com, James. What's it helping you do? Achieve your max. I feel I'm at my max today. You look like it. <laughs> oh, I feel like it. Um, ooh, ooh, we had to put we had to put some extra paint on the old barn here today. You did. Got some seltzer in last night. Um, whoopsie daisy. Now the fun part of having your own seltzer, the one fun part, just one, oh. um, is uh, you get to drink it. Sure. Now the rest of it is a complete nightmare. Right. Um, but the one fun part is you get to drink it, and and here's what makes me sad is when I drink it. I love it so much that I don't have it right now. Um, it's, it's currently being shipped and the liquid is being put into the cans and all that stuff as we speak. Uh, but they give you these uh, pilot cans of like, hey, this is what it will taste like. What do you think? So if you have any flavor notes or any of that, that other stuff, you make them and then you give them back. Now, I was hired as a teenager to do this at Applebee's. And it was the greatest thing of all time. I can tell you, you know, just 15 years later at the tender age of 33 years old. Right. It is still great to test out products like this, especially when you can get quietly rocked late at night. Right? You it and wasn't I. quietly. Well, it wasn't quietly, not because of me. You were of, dancing and no, singing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was uh, in shock and horror because we were watching Squid Games last yeah. night. And a uh, couple episodes in, I don't know the rest of it. Don't tell me. Don't bother writing it in the thing. Um, I'm not going to read it, okay? I'm Stevie Wonder this shit. I can't see it. Ebony I'm, and Ivory. I'm not going to look at it. I don't care. I want to know uh, on my own. I don't want to know through you. I want to know on my own. Let's six sense this shit until, uh, until we finish it up. Uh, but, Jabes, you said uh, that everybody's going as, as the people from Halloween. Yes. I think people are just going to show up at a party and everybody's dressed as Squid Game. Well, yeah, like the big meme is like the guy's like thinking that he has the best costume and he shows up and everyone's dressed as Squid Game. I already ordered my costume. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Ah. Like you show up and you're like, damn it. (laughs) So here's the thing. I have an alternate theory here. All right. Or the old man. The old man is fine. But um, I I think that everybody's going to show up in Squid Game costumes at a Halloween party somebody's going to get drunk and start fucking murking people with a gun. And that's yeah. my theory on it, where it's like, Squid Game Party goes wrong. Because yeah. Halloween is on a weekend this year, uh, and that bleeds into uh, a Monday morning. So there's going to be some people who went to Halloween parties on Friday night, Saturday night. The actual day is Sunday night this year. And then I think there's going to be trouble. I'm predicting at least one Squid Game shooting over the, ho- uh, over the, the I call it a holiday. It's my favorite one. It really is. Yeah. Um, this is Halloween. So I'm going to give, I'll say four deaths due to a, some Squid Games bullshit costumes. Um, you know. Okay. And that's what turns it into real life. That's what turns a fun, friendly Halloween party into a real life party. So when you start cool. killing people in Squid Game costumes. A uh, lot going on, Japes. Um, tons. Where you're just like, uh, uh, dicks in the face from all angles. It's so just true. like, oh my, oh my God, please stop coming. I just want to see, mm-hmm. I just want to uh, just read the article. Please, can you stop coming all over my face? There's yeah. so many dicks. I don't even know where to begin. I, 
Look, we'll start with the Joe Rogan thing, I guess. Um, that was fucking awesome. Just fucking awesome. He had uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta on you his know him. show. You know him. The, the bearer of all bad news. He's the, what would you say? He's the brown version of Fauci. He's just the mouthpiece. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot. He's the mouthpiece. Of He's a Fauci. fucking idiot. And Joe Rogan called him a liar to his face last night over and over and over again. And he stuck. With Why Rogan, did he you're go stuck. on? I don't know. And that's what I can't figure out. So like last night, and I hope I didn't keep you up. because Was I, it a gotcha moment? It was not a gotcha moment, but uh, Rogan had the he had the the pills next to him, and he goes these with the ivermectin that was subscribed by a do- or prescribed by a doctor right here, Sanjay. So let's stop calling it horse dewormer. Why would you and your network lie? You were a news network. Why would you lie? And he wouldn't let off the hook. It was probably some of the most uncomfortable five minutes I've ever seen, and I loved every second of it. So if I kept you up last night, I apologize. He just said like, I don't know, I don't know. I- I, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, I, it's, it, it's like fuck. It's like an accidental cream pie. It was that face. We were like, I, I just, I was, we, we were caught up in the moment. I, I'm probably sterile. I don't, right. Nope. No. You pulled off the condom and uh, you didn't care. And then you got caught in the wrong position. That's what happened. And uh, Rogan went ham. And that's the beauty of Rogan. When you're rich enough like that, and you have a, I hate the word platform so fucking much, but it is what it is. When you have the largest podcast in the world like that, mm-hmm. um, and this fucking dick agreed to come on, burn him down. He fucking Joan of Arc that motherfucker, dude. And it was right. great. Right. I was there for all of it. It was finally something that all of us wanted to do, but like, you know, I had no skin in the game, obviously. So if he came on our show, our drinking bros, I'd be like, well, you didn't say anything personally against me. I don't like your fucking network and all your goddamn bullshit. But you didn't personally say anything against me. Now, CNN actually said something personal against Rogan, and he was able to shut that motherfucker down of like, why are you just telling lies? Finally, Gupta, we're just going by Gupta now. Yeah, Gupta. Gupta. Not Goop, because there's already a Goop. Yeah, and I think think Gwyneth Paltrow is better than that fucking guy. He's a little more truthful. Yeah, yeah. She'll give you a can of what her fucking vag smells like. You know, you think yeah. Gupta's doing that with his taint? I can't buy a Gupta taint candle anywhere. You can buy a fucking Gwyneth Paltrow vag candle and smell that bush if you want. Um, glycerin. It's a fucking deep cut right there. Mm. But to be able to pin this guy down over and over and over again and just force him into saying, yeah, I don't know why they said it. Finally, at the end of this, he goes, I, I don't know why they said it. I but just, you do. Yeah. And that's what he said. He goes, you do. But you do. Yep. You do. Yeah. So just answer that. Yeah. Because we didn't want people taking it. Uh, so we, you know, we tried to make it look as, as crazy as possible. Yeah. And so with um, our listeners, I got a bunch of DMs about this last night and this morning. And, and I'll answer, one of the main questions I got from all you guys, I'll answer this right now, is why did CNN allow him to go on the show? So... In most studio contracts, if you're doing a movie, there's only one or two. Disney is one of them where they will look through everything. Um, hey, if you get an offer for something else or an interview or something else, you got to clear it by us first or you can't do it. CNN is not one of those places. So you can go and do whatever you want. Uh, however, if you get fucking murked in something like that, 
CNN can come back and say, we're not going to renew your contract. You can find 50 other bullshit doctors who are going to be a mouthpiece for whatever the fuck garbage you're spewing. Mm -hmm. That's an easy one. Like, that's the easiest casting of all time. So for Sanjay, I don't know what his endgame was unless he was promoting a book or something like that. I didn't stay for all that bullshit. I just wanted to see Rogan go scorch earth on him. And uh, thank you, Joe. You want to give a, a, a pause there? Thank you. It was, it was something that I, I wanted to see for years and years and years. Uh, he was able to pull it off. But it takes somebody with that kind of power, that kind of money, who doesn't give a shit. And I, even the physical aspect of it, and I know this sounds crazy, but I'll break this down for you. Because Rogan is so physically imposing, and you know his background. You yeah. know martial arts and all that other shit. It's the same thing with him choking out Mencia. It wasn't a goddamn person who was going to do anything in that fucking club that night. We've all known what Rogan can do physically, even that other guy that called him out from the Young Turks, he would fucking rip his asshole out all eight feet, stretch it out, and show uh, a fucking movie on it in the backyard to his kids. Like, that's not a thing that, that in this world that that guy would be able to touch Rogan. That's part of it, too. So when he's sitting across from you in that desk, it's not very big. His whole space is not very big. And that guy sitting across from you this close... You're not worming out of that, wiggling out of that conversation at all. He's going to fucking fight. There's nowhere to go there. Um, and Sanjay is just, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know why we're doing these things. It's great. It's fucking great. You could tell Rogan went down a size in a T-shirt, too, where he was just like, ah, we're going large, large. No, where's that medium? Where's that medium at? This mm -hmm. is the one I'm wearing today. Fuck you, Sanjay. Mm -hmm. Not only did I beat COVID, I could fucking tear your head off your body. I could rip your anus out, stretch it out, and show a fucking movie on it. That's what I love. Right. <coughs> I'm a little under the weather Calm today. Calm down. <coughs> Calm it down. I'm a little under the weather today, Jigs. Sure. <coughs> Go. COVID. <coughs> carry it, Jigs. Carry it. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> gosh. Gosh dang it. Man. Gosh dang it. Well, what I really wanted to talk about was uh, Flay Day. Flay Day. So Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay. That sweet, that sweet boy that just goes to people's hometown and um, makes their recipes better than them and tells them that they suck, right? Yeah. Finds them, surprises them. They think they're going to be on the cooking network, on a little, little segment on the cooking network, but nope. Bobby Flay's here yeah. to challenge you on the recipe that you've built your entire business on. Yeah. He says, what's your signature dish? And they're like, it's this. And they've yep. been doing it their whole lives. And then he's like, all right, I heard of that, I guess. And then beats the shit and out of him. And beats the shit out of him in front of their friends and family in the entire town. Yeah. Um, just to let everybody know that it doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> the opposite, I will say, of... Do you, do you want me to save you or talk? <laughs> just keep talking, Jesse. Just go. Go. You got to go. The opposite, I would say, of Guy Fieri, right? Who actually goes to people's businesses and highlights their, you know, everything they've done and all the dishes that make them special and good and just gives them free advertising on the Cooking Network. He got $80 million for a three-year deal at the Cooking Network, right? Bobby Flay comes in and goes, cool story. I want a hundred million. And they were like, no, no. What do you, I mean, he, I think he's done. Am I wrong? Like, 
Are people still into fucking Bobby Flay? I think he has the second best show on the Food Network. Beat Bobby Flay is second. You like that? Yeah. I love Beat Bobby I, Flay. I, I'm with you. <laughs> because you guys are dicks. I'm with yes. you. I'm with it's you on this. It's such a fucked up show. No, it's not. I, I, I yes, love all it of it. Is. And I always root for Bobby. So do I. I'm like, fuck so do this I. person from Wisconsin yep. and your fucking cheese curds. Yeah, Bobby's dude. about to fuck you up. Welcome to the city, bitch. Yeah. Okay. Um, the uh, the whole shit hot of it, take. I love. I mean, a hot take, no, but wow. I'm with you, Bob. Every of time course s- you are. Everybody, every time somebody comes on, they're like, oh, this is my, this is my grandmother's recipe from uh, the 1890s, and no <laughs> one had, like this. I've had this. i had this And yeah. Bobby Flay's like, oh, yeah? Cool. Fuck your dead grandmother, dude. Boom. Here's those mashed potatoes yeah. the way they should have been made. But that he's been working on in the Food Network test kitchen in Chelsea, or no, in the meatpacking district. In uh, New York, right? So yeah. he's up there with all these like, chefs, and they're testing it out, and yeah. he's, like, working on it for a week, and then rolls in. I mean, maybe you're right. Yeah, fuck him, dude. Welcome to the city, bitch. I like that take. Sorry, Gam Gam's uh, potato yeah. salad wasn't good enough. I'm going to take 30 people up here. It's like Jordan. Um, you know, he still has yeah. to practice free throws, and he's going to hire the best people. I just find it hard to believe. Like, is Bobby Flay that... I mean, is he that fucking good? It's not that. Okay, so I'm going to relate it to you because you're a great cook. Um, one of the best ever, which is why I married you. Because it really is a huge thing. Look, let's face it. Food and sex and a dude is good in life. Okay. That's it. Right. That's it, right? Sure. You make the best shit of all time, and then you outdo people when you go to their parties. Mm-hmm. You do it all the time. Anybody's house party we show up at. Me. I understand. That's fun for Bobby Flay, too. To smash people's hopes and dreams. Right? And every time but we I go to, to one of these things, I bring them joy. <laughs> yourself joy. Your dish is gone first, and then it's, it's usually the, the host of the party who's just like, oh, I, I guess you really like Jesse's dish first. That's what Bobby Flay does. You're a, a non-food chef Bobby Flay. A passive-aggressive Bobby Flay. You're a neighborhood Bobby Flay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll go to a neighborhood and just a hood fuck Flay. up somebody's whole shit where you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. But the other side of this is... We all know those people who everybody's got one dish, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a karaoke song in this life. So that's why I wanted my cooking show to be: is what's your dish? What's your dish, dude? But to go against them when they know that it's been great for twenty years, and everybody in their neighborhood and, and sure. uh, community has been like this: oh my god, that's amazing! Um, like the jalapeno dip will never go wrong, right? No, and nobody can recreate it. No, they've tried. They've tried. And they failed. Sure. But everybody's got their dish. Therefore, Bobby Flay is up against everybody's best every single time. So, yeah, man, he's got to fuck them up, dude. And I enjoy seeing that shit. And when I looked at the numbers, how many shows is Flay on? I mean, I feel like he's on five or six on that goddamn thing. He's been on for 27 years. So he's like brunch with Bobby, mm-hmm. like backyard <clears throat> grill with Bobby, whatever, beat Bobby Flay. Uh, was beat Bobby, but he has a new... What's the beat Bobby Flay where he's doing it with other professional chefs? So Is there's the, the one, it's the uh, um, the barbecue one where oh, him, and, him and Michael oh, yeah, Simon, yeah, backyard. Him and, yeah, him and Michael Simon compete against each yes. other with other barbecue people. Yes. There's Bobby and, G- and Giada in Italy, which I also watch that show just because it's those they two fuck. stealing money to, to, yeah, to go on a fuck trip. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're just like, you want to go fuck and eat pasta and someone pay this for it? A- it's a it's deep great. cut, but if you do watch and you do like Bobby Flay, there was one Thanksgiving special. Do you remember when they used to do the Thanksgiving oh, yeah. specials where they would like cook everything? Yep. It's in the test kitchen and it's like this high, it's, a, it's chaos. They never did it again. But Giada and Bobby in that special had like this, 
they clearly were fucking. Yeah. And it was just like apparent to everyone. And we we're all kind of like, okay. Hey, hey man. You guys man. are fucking, right? Dick. Like, there's a good shot you put your dick in that turkey that I'm eating right now. But I think they're both, well, he has a girlfriend, but I think they're, she was single at the time of the Italian trip. So 100%. Yeah. They did. There was a great beat Bobby Flay. Cause you know, they had celebrity judges on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, with Tina Fey was on it. And they were just like, to distract Bobby, they just had Tina go over and like roast other Food Network hosts. And Giada was one of them. And she went in on, in on Giada pretty hard. Oh, Bobby, yeah. Bobby Flay like could not contain himself. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. Yeah. And he's a dick and whatever. Yeah. That's what I'm, but that's what we pay for, right? Mm-hmm. Gordon Ramsay, pay for it. Him, pay for it. Um, Fieri is the only one that's like jolly and fucking lovable that's actually getting the money. I, even who's that bitch, uh, Padma? God damn it, dude. What a That's fucking Bravo, but yeah. bitch. Either way, it, there is not a human that is more unlikable than Padma to me, and she just keeps getting paid as well. Right. And then on the other side, you've got Fieri. Happy, jolly. Yes, that's amazing. Uh, and then you got the, the, the Gaineses, Chip and Joanna. Happy, jolly, fun. I enjoy all of their shit. She's got a cooking show now. Um, where you're just like, all right, cool. That's something light enough or whatever. We need to keep, like, let's keep it to the cooking network, though. Because, like... Who do they have, right? So they have like Bobby Flay, mm-hmm. Guy Fieri, Giada. Yep. Um, uh, Michael Simon. Yeah. And then there's one other one who's like pretty fuck. They have that. And then they'll have like <laughs> panel shows like The Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, The Kitchen. Or Actually, like- a big one that's kind of like getting more stuff now is uh, Girl Meets Farm or something like that. Oh, and she's very oh, chipper. No, I remember the other one. The what? fucking worst. What? Um, the fucking redheaded Bree Drummond. Oh, pioneer woman. Oh, my God. You want to fall asleep under the patriarchy. Just go ahead and watch. She's the worst. She's like, she doesn't even make anything. She's like, I got these frozen tacos from Walmart, and I'm going to put them in a pan. She is a motherfucking billionaire, but also she's very much like she just gets up. And tells you all the food she's going to make for her boys. Uh, right? For the day. Get that, get that bullshit out of my really face. They're working really hard in, at the ranch, and I'm going to make the food. And they love when, it, you know, it's like yeah, 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 literally yeah. D- you're dying. And people fucking love it. Man, for me. Ina Garden, though, <laughs> that bitch was hardcore. Like, Barefoot Contessa, mm-hmm. that's, those were the days when shit was real yeah. on the Cooking Network. But with Flay, dude, that, that's why we Network, tune in. Whatever it is. Flay, I, I, like, I want to, you can tell he just did a line. And he's just like, let's fucking cook. You know? I want him to be coked up. Probably yeah. smell some pussy on him for whoever was backstage or whatever. And he's like, let's cook. Let me beat your grandma's dish from 1820. Let's right. go. Like, let's fucking go. So I think they should have given him the money. I think, I told you um, off air before we started, I think he's going to uh, end up getting his own channel a la the, the Gaineses or whatever, because he's got a million shows and he's got endless content. So. Paula Dean. Oh, Paula Dean. Well, she got fired for the N-word. So. I know, but gosh, she was fucking good. She was good. She was great. And then Trisha Yearwood tried to replicate her bullshit, and it's just like, I'm not going to do Oh, Trisha. She yeah. has her show, and it's grim. Grim. It's really it's just not a, good. Very grim. She used to be kind of fat and jolly, and now it's a little depressing. Yeah. Now she's like quite sad about being so fat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You have to be happy about that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. there was a moment where I was like, dude, fuck yeah. Like her and Garth are just like eating whatever and they love each other and they like don't care about their weight. Like 
that's what I'm fucking talking about. That's what I want to do at their age and their level of, you know, success, right? It is, but I think but they stop. you get to a certain size when it's, it's, that's real hard to fuck. When two people are that size, then you're just like, well, we just ate another huge meal. Let's just, just roll totally. over and go to sleep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you're trying to find it at that point right. on both of them. Right. And I think you get to a certain size, you're like, oh, shit, we didn't really, we didn't really think this one through. Sure. Uh, we're just eating and not fucking anymore, and uh, here we are, you know? Well, I love it. Yeah. If I had to choose between one thing yeah. <laughs> and the other, it'd be eating, you guys, and I want to do it all the time. Um, <laughs> I want to get into this Robin Williams thing here. Okay. Uh, uh, Bob, will you pull up that? I think if we play it off of Twitter, we can show it, right? I think if, I'm pretty sure it's not copyrighted. You, play, you can play it off of YouTube. Oh, no, it's on, it's YouTube, right? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. YouTube will do some other bullshit. So if, where, are you, where are you playing find it? Find it on Twitter. And uh, yeah, because I think if it's ripped and it's on Twitter and we play it off of somebody else's feed, then they're the ones that can get in, in trouble. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I do like to get other people in trouble. And not me, dude. You know, I don't want it to be me. I don't want it to yeah, be yeah, me yeah, yeah, in yeah. trouble. Let's get somebody else in trouble. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Um, if you haven't seen this, uh, the guy's name is uh, Jamie Costa. Holy shit. Um, I thought it was a deep fake video at first. I, it reminded me of that Tom Cruise thing that we saw on TikTok mm-hmm. where I was just like, oh. Yeah. Well, this is somebody doing, and no, this is a real person doing this Robin Williams shit. And uh, Doug Allen was on the show from the creator of Entourage last night on, on Drinker Bros. And we were talking about it. Briefly, we were like, how amazing is that that you could just shoot this crazy fucking audition tape for something that doesn't exist and then everyone in the world is talking about it? Yeah. Uh, now, the one thing that I did read on TMZ this morning was um, the daughter, uh, Zelda, of uh, Robin Williams, is uh, she's like, hey, dude, this is cool and all, but stop sending me this. Like, I'm, I'm all good on this. Oh, okay. I get, I'm sure she was DM'd 50,000 times. Um, because this thing really took off. When I saw it, I think it was at a couple hundred thousand views. What by, about his son? By the time uh, he hasn't made a comment yet, but um, by the time that Doug came on the show yesterday, it was up to I think uh, one point seven. I mean, it I mean, it's really amazing. took off. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I'll, I'll put put it on the screen, Bob, if you can. Because he not only does. Are we, he's are we going doing... YouTube or? Okay. Dobbs? It's about that fart earlier. <laughs> Sorry about that. It won't happen again. I won't. <laughs> what? John Belushi died last night. Even she looks like Pam Dobbs, you know? Like yeah. that—that's. Huh? It looks like the chick from Mark and Mindy. Like they even they found him went out of their way this to morning. cast it. I told you I was with him. I know. They found John's not dead. I was with him last night. I know you were. So good it's creepy. I've watched this like five times now, and it's so good that it's creepy. Yeah, so this guy's done a Robin Williams impression for a while. Oh, he has? Yes, but he can fucking act as well, right? Yes. So so that's the the difference. That's the difference. He gets like, the comedy, the drama, like all the beats are there. Where you're like, Jesus like, Christ. So there's impressionist like died. comedy, and then there's someone that can actually fucking act as well. You know. And I mean, 
there's no one else that can do it at this point. Hey, I mean, this guy did it. Yeah. He did what Val Kilmer wanted to do with all those fucking things, remember? I know. You can, pre- I you can, uh, you can stop it now. Um, my God, dude. If, if you haven't seen it yet, because the whole thing's like five minutes. Holy shit. <clears throat> I mean, it's unbelievable. So everybody's asking for a, a biopic, and uh, I, I want one too now. Like, I didn't know if anybody could play that guy. For real. Like, the energy and, and all the, the other stuff is really hard. The energy and also the, like, truly, like, you know, he had so many different sides. Yeah. I mean, just from the characters that he played. But I'm sure in real life as well, very depressed, super excited, whatever, drugged out, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this guy could do all of that. Same. And, and in this five-minute piece, the way he chose to write it, because at the beginning of it, at the top of it, he's kind of doing, like, Mork and Mindy stuff and rehearsing and everything else, playing with the character, and it's just... All of it all the way around is unbelievable. And again, I thought it was a deep fake video. Like I had to really do some research yesterday. I was like, oh shit, is a real person? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would kill to see this movie now. Like this would be lights yeah. out. Yeah. It's a good reminder that no matter how talented you are, you're probably not gonna make it. Yes. Cause this guy's IMDB is barren. Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and again, I don't know how talented he is at anything else, right? But yeah. good for you. Doesn't for like matter. getting this the fuck out there. But, 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 do, but doesn't matter. And because and, I was thinking about this as well, right? Like you take uh, that Biggie movie, which I really liked, no, Notorious. Mm-hmm. That guy has only played Notorious B.I.G. in two movies because he looks like Notorious B.I.G. And I don't, I don't know what else he can do, to be honest with you. Um, exactly right. But in that movie, he was fucking great. Where I was just like, dude, I'm in on this. Whereas the Tupac guy yeah. looked like Tupac, but he acted like shit. Like, and just didn't have the voice or the mannerism. This guy's got everything. And that's kind of what I want to see in a biopic, right? Like Ray Charles. That was fucking, that wasn't Jamie Foxx. That was Ray Charles. You know, when you, when you watched it. For you were sure. Like, dude. Um, conversely, uh, in Man on the Moon. Yeah. That was Jim Carrey. tried really hard did everything he could disrupted the whole fucking set that was jim carrey with a mole on the side of his face yeah did you if if you didn't know the backstory of his whole bullshit would you have liked the movie more um i don't think i hot take controversial Mm -hmm. just was never into Cough, like Andy Kaufman. Uh, anyway. Me neither. I, look, I'll, I'm, um, I'm the same boat. And so, where, no, no. Yeah. I thought he was not good. Yeah. I, I thought a lot of this shit I was I think I started, I started liking it once I saw the backstory of it. The only thing I liked about that movie was the documentary about the behind the scenes. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Like, I, did, I thought it was just like, and you could tell. The whole thing was chaotic. He was doing whatever the fuck he wanted to. And you could tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I look. I'm in the same camp. I'm, I'm not one of those big like, oh my god, Andy Kaufman was amazing, or uh, especially in stand up too. If you ask any stand up, usually they'll tell you like, who's your favorite? Richard Pryor, man. That was the best. He's the OG. He's the good. No, I think it's Chappelle, and I don't think it's really that close. Sure, but like, look, it's a generation thing. It's a who. No, who, I watch who's the great. But I watched. I, I, I went back and watched all the specials, right? And I look. If we're going favorite special ever. My favorite special is not a Chappelle special, actually. It's, it's a Martin Lawrence one, but it's the body of work over time. Mm. It's, and it's Chappelle for me, where it's just like, all right, great. Um, whereas Richard Pryor, I actually enjoyed him in movies better. 
um, for real. Like him, he was to do uh, a ton with um, uh, God, Gene Wilder, um, and Brewster's Millions is one of my favorite. Like I just liked him in films better. Who? Um, Richard Pryor. Yeah. You big Superman three guy? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> there was one that I really liked with him and Wilder. There it is. Were they like switched or something? <laughs> I don't know. Either I had it way, on VHS as a kid and watched it. Yeah, either way, I just, uh, Chappelle's a, a better storyteller to me. And um, I don't know. I, I just, it, look, it's a personal preference, obviously. But uh, yeah. And the, the same way with Andy Coffin, where it was like, all right. No, it's just what was imprinted on you. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, there is people where it's trendy to say, oh, I like this person because it, it sounds cool. Like Andy Kaufman's one of those guys where he's just like, oh, man, I love Andy Kaufman. Great. What did you like about him? The Mighty Mouse bit? Again, but like it's nobody of our generation, right? Like it's more people that that was imprinted on them and like when they saw it for the first time was like, holy shit, this guy is doing something different. And so it's not going to be the same imprint for, you know, when someone first sees, that's true. That's you true, know, yeah. so now yeah, you're yeah. first seeing, I always say it like with the Wes Anderson movies, whichever the first one you saw is your favorite, right? <laughs> well, they're all the same, so. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like whichever one's the, because they're all the same, yeah. there's no reason to have like a favorite, <laughs> but people always have a favorite Wes Anderson movie because that was the first one you saw where you go, holy shit, this guy is like fucking different, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Robin Williams, uh, somebody's saying Robin Williams stand-up is great. It, it was. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was, he was chaotic, one of the best. for sure. Yeah. I, look, he was one of the best, but I, that's one where I know the joke writing process behind it, and he had a team of writers, and uh, he was accused of stealing shit for years stand-up-wise. Mm. Um, but uh, as far as like improv-wise, yeah, I, Jesus Christ, that guy's off the, the charts. Um, his improv is, is unmatched, Robin Williams. Uh, whereas my favorite <clears throat> growing up, you're right, it's what you're imprinted with. I think I'm, I, I'm able to look at it objectively was Eddie Murphy for me. Right. Um, I remember, because I wasn't allowed to see that shit, obviously, but seeing Delirious where I was just like, oh, fuck, dude. Years later, years and years later, I was like, oh, my God, Eddie yeah. Murphy is amazing. And then I caught his back catalog at SNL and everything else. And I was like, how do you beat Eddie Murphy? Yeah. And then Martin Lawrence came along and then... Chappelle. Mine was uh, Paula Poundstone. <laughs> <laughs> you love a good Poundstone. I love a Poundstone. But I was like a comedy, little like nerdy kid that was watching like Comedy Central stand-up specials. Same, same. Uh, I saw Mark Marin like back in the day on the Comedy Central special. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's your favorite female? Comedian? Yeah. Um... Favorite if, female. If, if you're saying actress, f- comedian, actress, I'd have to go Lucille Ball 100%, like, without a doubt. Um, comedic actress? Yes. Lucille Ball? Um, or, no, 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 but stand-up, stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy. Stand-up, I can't think of one. Is that crazy? I mean, Amy Schumer's pretty good. Oh, Christina P is pretty good. Christina like, P is actually, yes, she's very good. Amy Schumer, you can fucking say whatever you want, but... Her stand-up specials are on point. She dude. had some. She had some. She's good been specials. doing it for fucking ever. Yeah. She, the way a, that you're supposed to do what? Low key, very brilliant sketch show as well. Yes, yes. people yeah. forget. Like you can think whatever you want about her now, but do not deny that when that sketch show came out and when you're seeing stand-up back in the day before you hated her, 
She was fucking hilarious. All right, she just got too much too fast. Yes, she was. She it's just like a got. Haddish. She Tip- became she into Tiffany a. Haddish. Yeah, she was. She she became an activist when it was like. You're right. I did like her stand up specials. I loved. Yeah, I loved her sketch hilarious. show. Um, and then she became an activist, and I was like, oh, fuck! Now I hate you. Um, there was a while. There was a in the when she first kind of came out. There was a lot of messages that I was getting of people saying that I reminded them of Amy Schumer, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you're really hot. She's not, but but it was a com- fucking compliment because Funny-wise, she used yeah. to be like that, very just like, yeah. fuck it, say whatever. She was hanging out with a bunch of dudes. She was like headlining, you know, with yeah. the greats, Atel, and all of them. Like she was fucking good. Uh, uh. Acting wise, I, I gotta go. Lucille Ball at one. Mm. Anytime one of those I Love Lucy's pops up, I say Amy Poehler to me is probably like no matter what she does or what she says there's some people that her their voice uh-huh. even if they're saying something serious sounds funny to you amy polar is that to me god i kind of kind of all right yeah she's fucking hilarious in everything that she does yeah she's, pretty she's not afraid to be ugly that's a big one oh. like anyone now is like yeah they're trying to be pretty and funny doesn't work you got to be willing to make that fucking. People don't even know the best Amy Poehler, which what is, is UCB on Comedy Central pre Saturday Night Live. UCB on Comedy Central. They had a show, Upright Sins Brigade had a show on Comedy yeah. Central. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, she was so fucking yeah, it funny. Was awesome. Amy Sedaris. Oh yeah, Amy Sedaris is great. I mean, there's so many. Um, the game got canceled tonight. The Little League game tonight. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just got that notification. I gotta rest the old arm tonight. Yeah. I was ready to pitch. I was in. I was in game mode. You were in the mode. You were worried about it all tonight. day. Yeah. Yep. Now uh, I got to really back out of that, Jabes. Matter, matter of fact, I'll I'll, I'll, re, I'll regroup here. I'll regroup, and we'll do some sponsor shapes because I got. I'm oh. not gonna mentally focus now. Oh, that I'm not okay. pitching tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's an adult pitch league, so it's kind of that bridge. It's it's right after T-ball and then before. Other kids start throwing to other kids. They have an adult league, so I mean an adult pitch. So I pitch for that. Um, now I got to get out of that mindset. I'm no longer a starter, Bob. Man, I got to go to the bullpen here. I, I'm going to have more rest than I'm, I'm used to. I would think that you would just relax. Nope, can't. <laughs> can't. Uh, there's too much at stake. Yeah, you need to throw a side session today. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to throw a side session. You want to have a catch, Bob? I don't know how close you are to your dad, but you want to have a catch tonight in the studio? He's close to his dad. He's fine. Yeah, but I'll take that catch. All right, cool. Um, oh, that was a sweet moment. Ha- Sean, go kill his father so this means more tonight. <laughs> I want this to mean something to Bob tonight, okay? Not just me. I don't think Sean's up there. Uh, is he not? Hi, Tower Sean. He's switching for APP. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. All, right, All right. Fine. We'll allow it. Oh. Right. Bob's dad lives. Bob's dad gets to live <laughs> one more fucking day. One more day, brother. Matter of fact, I might even send you a ghost bed today so you have one good night's sleep before I kill you. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 40% off on that bundle package, Shaves. Absolute. Fuck no. you. Jeez. Fuck you. 40%? Calm down. Ghost bed? You might as well be giving the, the goddamn... bundle package. Yeah. Bundle a flat sheet with a pillow. My God. Get 40% off. Might as well give them out to the homeless in San Francisco if you're going to offer that much savings. No, that bundle is actually a mattress and adjustable base, but 40% off? I mean, yeah. come on. You're getting one of those things for free. Yeah, you are. Or 30% off everything if you use code Drinking Bros at 
ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Goddamn right. 36-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest there if you have decent credit. If you have a 5'10", dog, forget about it. You know, just keep on sliding down the road. You probably can't even rent a car. So let's not judge GhostBed on that. You can't even rent a car at Enterprise, all right? But if you do have decent credit, you can bundle all that shit together with that. Walk out of there with a mattress set for like 35 38 bucks a month. Go to GhostBed.com forward slash shrinking bros today and get them deals. Next up, James, who do we got? We have Hello Tushy. Yeah. What do you know about it? Poop talking. Poop talking. You know, I love to do a little bit of poop talking. Little, Let's get real. Little duty talk. Uh, tushy, tushy, Hello Tushy is the modern bidet company that washes away even the messiest of poops, leaving you with a better clean than toilet paper. We should tell the audience that this isn't just you doing potty talk. This is actually the ad copy. Yes, but I take the lead on this because I love a bit of poop talk. Go right? ahead, fire away. I think we need to be more open about it, right? Go ahead. I think because it's such a thing that we don't talk about, people are still wiping their butt with dry paper that breaks <laughs> apart. Sorry, are we not? We are. What'd you wipe your butt with? Uh, today? Yeah. Uh, no. Satin uh, or some, some form of Egyptian cotton you that washed I have it shipped off. in for my camel. You washed it off. Yeah. Which is I the logical thing to do, yeah, right? Yeah. You get poop on your arm. What are you going to do? Poop molecules. Take a dry piece of paper and just like no. kind of scrub it, push it around yeah, not gonna a little do bit. That. Not going to do, do that. You're no. going to take water, wash it off, yep. and then dry it with some form of towel, right? right? And that's what the Tushy, Hello Tushy modern bidet system is all about. Um, tushy is the modern bidet that people who poop just poop, wash, and pat dry. Okay. It's the, it's the bidet for people who poop. So that may not be you. Do you know what I mean? Right. right In right. which case, you know, it may not be for everybody. Obviously, if you don't Unle- poop out there. If you don't poop, no. don't get it. If you hold don't it all get in, it. like if John Wayne. If you do poop, then get it. Tushy has a full product line to help the restroom uh, become the best room. <laughs> uh, t- the Tushy Ottoman. You know what that is. I'm not going to name the other company but you know what an ottoman is right you put your foot up so it's easier to get that poop out the sleekest <laughs> toilet stool designed to help you poop 100 of the time 100 100 of the time yeah rated number one by the wire cutter my favorite publication new t- <laughs> oh, <laughs> new boy. tushy brush the only toilet brush with disposable <laughs> scrubbing pads so you can use a clean brush every time and more. Start washing with a tushy bidet for a better clean. Go to hellotushy.com slash revolution to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners, a hellotushy.com slash revolution for 10% off. Boom. After you buy and install your tushy, which is very easy to install, no tools or plumbing or anything inquire, you, you did it. You I literally it. just set it on there. Looks sleek, modern, amazing. Um, after you buy and install your Tushy, show it off. Tag us <laughs> at Hello Tushy on Instagram. We've been getting a lot of your poop pictures, guys. We need it to be with a Tushy. Here's okay? the thing. Just send me a Don't video of you taking a shit and then getting it washed off using the bidet. Yep. And, and we'll, we'll send post you. it with your face. Fully yeah, in view. Your I'll face post it all fully in view. Instagram. Like, I'm, yep. I'm verified, so they're going to let that go for a while before they take that down. So... Hey, um, on Twitter, do, I can show you throw anything, show anything on Twitter. We do love Tushy, and we do let we do love that they let us uh, be, yeah, yeah. have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Craigers is saying, um, "I can't wait to get my revenge in cornhole." A gentleman's game of cornhole. Look, uh, I hope we make it this weekend. Tomorrow, uh, our flight is it. We should have like a 
like a, a live telethon to see if we if I actually make a flight tomorrow. What time is it? Three forty five. Um, it is a nonstop. And I have a show, so we have a show, and uh, so it's right after the show. I forget who I'm recording with at noon tomorrow, but uh, we have show, and then boom, hopping on the flights, and it is a nonstop into D.C. So uh, thoughts and prayers. I hope I hope we make it. We had a fucking hurricane last night. Come roll through here. Yeah. Um, who was that, Pamela? What was the hurricane? Is, oh, was Pamela, it really Pamela? Huh? I just made that up. <laughs> off the no, it, Dan. Was it really? Is it Pamela? No. Oh, he say he doesn't fucking know. He doesn't fucking. Know. He doesn't know. Whatever came through here last night was uh, thunder. It is Pamela. Is it really? Shut up. Yeah, moisture from Hurricane Pamela brings flooding threats, wet weather to Texas, Oklahoma. Dude, last night was nuts. You I just made up heard, Pamela. No, you had to have heard it somewhere. Don't I, be look, an idiot. I can idiot. see into the fucking future. Tonight's. Well, the past. Or well, the past. Well, exactly. I saw the past happen oh my in gosh, the future. It's like, yeah, if I went into your uh, psychic booth and you were like, was the hurricane last night called Pamela? Yeah. People would freak out. Lose their fucking shit. no one shit. knew that. Yeah. There was no way for you to know. It wasn't on the news. It wasn't anywhere. Buccaneers are going to beat the Eagles found. tonight, too. I'm just, I'm, I'll read into the future. MyBookie.com, promo code Drinker Bros, double that deposit. But uh, that's what we're doing, dude. Pamela. And that was a makeup name. Pamela? I mean, Jesus Christ. Is Kathy tomorrow? Who, who else do we have after that? Trish? Hurricane Trish? Um, yeah, that, that rolled through last night. And fucking A, dude. That thunder and lightning last night was very. Imagine Dragons. I mean, it was intense. Yeah. Yeah. I passed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a little bitch. I can sleep through thunder and lightning. A little you know? hurricane. I enjoy it. I actually stay, I stay up because I enjoy that because uh-huh. it's so rare where you're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. This is awesome. Um, also, I was worried about the children where they were like, I thought for sure they were going to wake up. It was so loud last night. Nah, they're like me. They're not little bitches. It's just you. Oh, I yeah. Guess. It's just me, yeah. <laughs> Look you, Thunder Boy. Yeah. Huh? Look at you all shivering from the, ooh, ooh, the thunder. Lightning dick. Ooh, did you see the lightning? Yeah. yeah. I saw the lightning. Little lightning. Happens all the time. Dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> little lightning dick. Yeah, what's up, you little lightning dick? Have fun, bro. Okay. Have fun. Um, I want to talk about uh, this Katie Couric story yesterday. Please. Fucking A, dude. This bitch. Journalism's dead. Um, just do a podcast. If you're going to lie about she does. She, oh, she does one now? Oh, she's had a very successful podcast for uh, many years. Because she's no longer on television, right? Exactly. Yes. For, for many years. I mean, so here's I think the, she does little pop-ups here and there. But. But, but, but here's why you should. If you're not going to be a journalist or just didn't care about it, um, then just do a podcast because it's all opinionated, right? Everything we do, we're not fucking media. It's just an opinion as our opinions on life and uh, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, whatever the fuck you want to call it um whereas katie kirk was actually on the news same with sanjay gupta Mm -hmm. you're on the news sure so she admitted to uh editing out a segment when when she had to sit down with uh rbg r.i.p obviously ruth bader ginsburg um where she had talked about uh not being stoked about kaepernick kneeling for the anthem and, uh, and said it was disrespectful to the flag and everything else. Mm-hmm. And she edited it out because she was worried it was going to make her look bad. And it was just like, no, oh, dude. yeah. Well, RBG was a fucking gangster and I don't care what side you're on. She's a fucking gangster. And yes. like, dude, she did some amazing shit in her life and like always spoke her mind, whether or not you liked it or not. Um, this was another thing 
where she was not afraid that would piss off the left, and uh, she didn't care. She doesn't care. She's a judge. She's not supposed to be political. Yes, and uh, uh, to edit that out is fucked, but that's what we're doing with all of history and news and everything else that's going on. We're just making it for our narrative, and that's, that's it. She, she edited out the elaboration. Yeah. Because th- that did, like, that was in the story that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was like, kneeling is dumb. Mm-hmm. But th- she edited out the, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg essentially elaborating. So she just kept going on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How disrespectful oh. it was to the flag and everything else. And again, it, it's... Was she older at that point? Obviously. Doesn't right? matter. She was born old. She was born old. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. She's never been 80. young. Yeah. yeah. She's never been young. She's reverse Benjamin Maybe it Button. was like an old lady kind of babbling... Nope. Evelyn Brooke. No? no. Who cares? Okay. And and that's the thing is like, dude, if you're gonna do this for your narrative, and the weird thing is, is three of these stories with the media happened yesterday at the same kind of time. Um, whereas uh, Adam Schefter from ESPN and his fucking bullshit sending out articles to be edited by owners of teams of, oh hey, are you happy with this? Is this okay? Do you need it? and he called the guy Mr. Editor in the thing, and it's like, great. But the night before he went scorched earth on John Gruden and all of his shit, and it's just like and then you got caught up in the same email scandal that he did. Are you going to report on yourself tonight, you fuck? All of these people, if you're going to call yourself a journalist, you got to report the truth. Like, that's the gig. Otherwise, just have a fucking podcast. You can do whatever you want. You talk shit like us. Nobody fucking cares. Right. But if you're on the news, like a Sanjay Gupta or, or Adam Schefter or Katie Couric, report what it actually is. That's why no one trusts the fucking media anymore. And it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Three people got popped in the same day, um, and I have a feeling it's going to get a lot worse. By Do the you way. remember when uh, Chad Ford got caught retroactively going back to his mock drafts okay. <laughs> and just making them look better? Yes. <laughs> He's still at ESPN, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like, what are we doing? What are we, if you're so pissed off about everything, oh, man, we need to send, a le- we need to send us some lessons. So this is a teachable moment to other people. Why aren't these people fired? Like, Why isn't Adam Schefter fired today? Because I, nah, who cares, right. you know? Right. Um, so to me, like when I see Adam Schefter pops up, because he's the guy for the NFL. Like he's the guy who is the reporter for the NFL. Like all the stories break through him. Whenever something happens, it doesn't matter if it's 2 a.m., they'll wake him up. Adam, you got to get on camera. Report what you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, Michael Irvin got busted for crack or whatever it was, at, you know, at 2 in the morning. And you're like, all right, great. Mm-hmm. Um, so who's going to report on Adam Schefter's bullshit? Like to me... This is why podcasts have taken over um, because journalists and, and the media itself, the real media, is dead. And, and none of it's real. It's all fucking fake. So who cares? Let's just do a fucking podcast and call it a day. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Katie. Katie Kirk having a podcast now makes total sense. Yeah, if you well, were lying about stories back then, now you can just create your own fucking narrative and do whatever you want. Makes total sense. Again, I don't, I don't know if she was lying about stories, but. Um, if she did that one, imagine how many others. Imagine all these. Like fuckers. Bob said, though, she edited out the elaboration, oh. right? Yes, uh, but the point of editing it out was because to protect she was, her. To protect her. Yes, because it's a. She, oh, she said it was to protect her. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. So okay. it, Ruth Bader Ginsburg said, like, just the part about it being disrespectful, mm-hmm. and that made it to print or whatever. Yeah, and then there she elaborated essentially and was like. You know, they're protesting a government that, you know, made is like giving them a better life than they would have had where right. where they basically <laughs> they have it better off here than they do in Africa or would would have in Africa okay. was essentially the elaboration. OK. okay. Yeah. And Kirk was like, you might want to cut that part. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, so. something that would not have been afforded to, say, uh, oh, God. Exactly right. Alito or... Exactly um, right. Exactly right. Uh, who's the dead so guy? So that's the other thing is, like, <laughs> she who's wouldn't have... Dead guy? She, no, but she Scalia. wouldn't Scalia. Scalia, yeah. The, yeah, like, she wouldn't have edited it out if Scalia said that, right? No. So there is a... There is a bias. I don't know if it's lying, but it's definitely like trying to protect someone that you wouldn't protect someone else and all these things. Uh, the other one, the th- bigger story is like Kater- Katie Couric is like big, huge bitch. And I didn't know that until this book came out. And everyone, I guess, didn't really know that until the book came out. And she's just like firing shots and mostly at other women, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because cool. w- there, there's no one who hates another woman than another woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's why that movement can never go anywhere. Because women hate other women secretly. No, dude. Together. And they always got to have to outdo each other where it's just, remember during Me Too with all that shit was just like, fuck you, activism. I was raped. And then it's like, great, I got to make a pussy hat. I got to fucking, t- how do we take this further? I'm going to throw blood on somebody. You know, like, you're just like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, you, can none of you come together for one simple message? Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Katie Kirk. Has always been a bitch. Everybody knows that. Oh, I, I guess I didn't. Yeah. She really like uh, presents herself as just this like sweet. So does Savannah Guthrie. It's she, a, she was a real, we found out she was a real bitch during that Trump I don't uh, know interview. She, yeah. I think Holy she's shit. always been a real hard ass though. Oh, really? Yeah. Top lip Guthrie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Where After that it? Trump thing, I was just like, dude, what are you doing? This is a, a debate. This is a town hall meet. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Um, she didn't ask one goddamn question. It was more like this, and then you did this, and then this, and then this, and then the lip just kept going higher and higher, James. It was like this. Over and over and over again. Fucking Savannah got All these people are fucking bullshit. Uh, the other awesome story, we've just been chock full of goodness today. We really have. Uh, Paul McCartney. Up. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Yeah. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Remember when, I, when we watched that doc? Together? Yes, and I was like giving him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm like, dude, they're adults. They're not. Who had it right? When did he say this? Uh, who had it right? Just tell me who had it right. That's all. That's all. And I said it on the show. I said it live on this show after we watched that doc. I said, you know what? It was a great doc on Hulu. It was a six-parter. I watched all of it. Um, it was fantastic. There was only one question that was not answered for me. What do you think of the Rolling Stones? Mm-hmm. And you said... Oh, well, no, they're adults and they don't really or whatever. I mean, look, they're both. Now that Paul McCartney's about to die, he doesn't care anymore. And he wants everyone to know that the Beatles were the greatest band of all time. And that's fine. I have have no problem with him saying that. Mm -hmm. He was in the Beatles. He is a million fucking hits. To me, it is a onesie twosie battle forever of who is the best band of all time, Beatles, Stones. And that's just a personal preference thing at that point, right? Right. I don't care whoever anybody says, Beatles versus Stones, like, great. I understand both decisions why or the reasoning behind it. Uh, however, I, I thought I was in the camp with you where it was like, oh, that's very adult of him. He's not going to talk about the Rolling Stones. No, went scorched earth. The Rolling Stones are nothing but a blues cover band. What a real kick in the dick. When did he say this? Sorry. Uh, two days ago. Mm, where? Um, Let's uh, pull that up, Bob. Uh, who was he doing the interview with? Um, because there was a response by uh, Mick Jagger. Because Mick Jagger is actually touring right now. Um, so he's here. He's, uh, well, not in Texas, but uh, he's in, he was in Los Angeles last night. So I think they got one more gig uh, in three days in Los Angeles. And uh, yeah, 
and then they're moving around. It'll be in Austin next month. Um, but uh, they, they were able to get a hold of Mick pretty quickly and ask him what he thought. Uh, pull up this McCartney article here. Was it Rolling Stone? Uh, CNN is fine. I, I mean, I'm sure they put their own slant on it. I bet, I bet you, if in the CNN version of this... It was the say, New Yorker. Yeah, it was the New Yorker. I bet you in the CNN version of this, at the end, they're just adding like fake quotes from McCartney that just said, yeah, uh, not, not only are they a blues cover band, but uh, Mick loves Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. He loves him behind the scenes. He's, every night he goes to bed with that great lump of hair he's putting a fucking MAGA hat on. Something like that. Like right. CNN will add something on like that. Uh, but Mick's response was great. He was just like, look, you know, everybody's got their own personal opinions. For me, it's hard to judge the Beatles because they weren't around very long. Whereas, you know, they broke up, fuck, 30 years ago. And he goes, you know, I'm, we're all currently on tour. So I don't, you know, it's they hard to say. weren't around very long. Because he goes, he goes, man, it's really hard. To, and then he goes on, he went on to say, he goes, you know, it's hard to say like 30 years later because, you know, we're, we're like an arena uh, touring band and we're in all these arenas and everything else. And he goes, man, those guys, uh, he goes, besides Shea stadium. Um, and he goes, you know, and back then you didn't really have, uh, the best audio equipment. They didn't have the best audio equipment. So he goes, never really heard those guys in an arena or, any, or a stadium or something like that. So it's hard to judge, you know, because we've been together for 50 years and we've actually been a band that is still playing touring right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was uh -huh. fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> the right. other part about it is seeing both of them live because McCartney's still doing some live shit here and there. Yeah, I would love a double bill where it's just Squid Games where you decide who's the best and you just press the button. You know, listen to Paul McCartney sing now versus Mick Jagger and have fun. Have fucking fun. It's rough. Paul McCartney singing? Rough. No, it's not. Yes. I, go watch. Uh, oh, he did a live Lord, show. you're out of your mind, No, 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 no. So he's good if you're just singing right here and he's in your ear. If no, you're, he has a distinct. No, no, no. But listen to him on a stage. You have to really project. And I know this from doing all the fucking live shows that we've done. Because the crowd is so loud, even though your speakers are great and all that other shit, you still got to perk it up in your voice. Just that, that one extra notch. So, like, whenever we do a live show on, like, a Saturday, right? I know I'm not going to get my full voice back until probably Tuesday because you got to ramp it up just a little bit to get over the, the, the people in the back and shit like that. And I'm not doing arenas. I'm not even fucking close, right? So doing a few hundred people, and that's fine. Sure, sure. You go out to 50 or 60,000, you want everybody to hear it, and uh, sometimes it's not always dialed in, so you got to go. And, you know, with Mick... I think that's why they space out these tour days like every three days so his voice can re recuperate and he still sounds like Mick Jagger. But put the two of them on stage together. They're the same age right now. And uh, if I were Mick, I would have said that too. Great. Let's just go toe for toe for two and a half hours. See how it goes. See how it goes. See who puts on a better show right now. You and Ringo. <laughs> me and Keith. And that's, we'll just... what we're, that's where we're at. Sure. That's where we're at, right? For what yeah. it's worth, the Beatles have sold more records than the Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin combined. Uh, so you could always pull that card, you could right? pull You could pull that card, and that's fine. Um, but the Beatles became something bigger when John died. And, like, you know, not only did you have this nasty breakup in the middle of a, uh, a huge career, right? Because they... The time they broke up, they were on top of the world, right? And then McCartney had his own hit songs on his own. Lennon had his own hit, hit songs on his own. And then Lennon got murdered 
And that was like the first huge pop star to get murdered. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he got a, just fucking assassinated. Right. And I think that helped the Beatles. I mean, I know that sounds shitty to say, but it did. Whenever an artist dies, you go to their iTunes or Spotify. They're number one for like usually two weeks after that, where it's just like, oh man, we love these people. Um, back then, you didn't have that luxury, so you had to go out and buy the physical albums. And I think that's probably the kicker. Because mm. that was in 81, I think Lennon got murked. So it helped a lot because everybody was like, oh my God, I got to get this Beatles shit, I got to get this Beatles shit. Whereas Mick Jagger and these guys, like nobody was murdered. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess it's their fault because nobody cared about them enough to murder them. It is. Yeah. And I go back to that movie. Well, we won't say who it is, but you, you know him. But he had told us, he goes, hey, man, right now, the best thing that could happen, to, this is what, 10 years ago? The best thing that could happen to Kanye West or to Lil Wayne is to get murdered right now. Like, absolutely, like, for real. Get murdered mm-hmm. because then you would go down as an icon and a legend forever, and you have no shitty albums after that to judge them for. And it's just like, oh my God, you took them at the height of their career. Yeah. They would, their albums would sell forever. The merchandise would sell forever. Uh, even if you go to like Elvis and all that shit, like if you look at their numbers of what they're doing merch wise, like still, it's fucking staggering. And it's all the people who are dead. Yeah, Jesus too. <laughs> Dan, Dan uh, Holloway's off, off camera screaming, what about Jesus? Perfect example. What about Jesus? The goddamn Bible is, whoops, probably should I reverse that. Uh, the Bible. Jeez, man. <laughs> I'm on Holy one today, James. Shit. Yeah, I'd the say. Bible is still the all-time bestseller in books. Yeah. It's still number one of all time. It and then the, I think the Da Vinci Code oh, is second. Dan right? said because it was the only book for a while. It was, yeah. <laughs> Same with the Beatles. So be- no fairsies. I mean, no fairsies, but no fairsies. <laughs> so, no. The Stones had to go through the streaming era because they're still putting shit out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's all a, a warsh, yeah. as, as it were. Yeah, and if you, really, if, if, if you want to get real technical, Bob... Since we we're don't. doing that here, Drake has more. What doesn't Drake have more number ones than the Beatles now? So it it finally happened a couple years ago, but I think is and it happens in like the grossest way, right? It's like the Beatles, it's like Babe Ruth or something. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like they were passed by Rihanna and then Drake. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, really? Eesh. Are you pulling your pants down on uh, and shitting on Babe Ruth? No, no we're I was saying, saying like it's it's when Babe's when Babe Ruth's. Uh, record got broken right well no that's fine because hank aaron's very but it's like you have this legendary person like hank aaron or babe ruth yeah. or the beatles and then sure, it gets broken sure. by like rihanna yeah, yeah. yeah and you're like what the fuck yeah yeah they didn't like that hillbilly roger maris doing it as dan pointed out well i don't know that it was him being a hillbilly he had extra games to play and it was just like i think that had something to do with it whereas me personally I, I like I, I'll put Maris still at one. Like the Bonds and the Maguire shit in Sosa was fun, but it's not real. Like Maris was real. Motherfucker I think it's was losing more his real hair, than smoking anything else. two packs a day trying to break that record, and he's dead. He's the Smash dead. Brothers are the only thing that's real to me. The what? The Smash Brothers. Who who were the Smash? They call them the Smash Brothers? The Bash yes. Brothers. The Bash Brothers. Bash no, Bros. they smashed. <laughs> <laughs> Those motherfuckers smashed. They bash and then they and smash. And they smashed yeah, yeah, yeah. each Canseco? other. Yeah. Canseco's still getting pussy. He looks identical. 
to this day. Not McGuire's McGuire, no. no. But Canseco still looks identical. If he walked in, you'd be like, oh, shit. McGuire's head never connected with that body. No. Ever. No. Same with Bonds. No matter what, yeah. Same with Bonds. When I saw Bonds in real life for the first time uh, at a charity event, I was like, oh, my God. I just saw his head walk in first. Yeah. And the rest of his body. I was like, holy shit. He looks like a fucking... Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade float where it's just uh, McGuire was opposite. So it was like a like a a, ti- a tangerine on a on a toothpick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. His head was small. His head was way small for his body. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Um but yeah. Man, if, if, if Kinseko walked in here now, you'd be like, now batting number four for the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. Jesus, he looks identical. It's crazy. Right. Whatever he's on, man. I, he should be the one doing those fucking infomercials on like E late at night. Hey, you want to look jacked and maintain a fucking awesome hairline and everything else? Here's what I'm taking, whatever the fucking things those are. Right. I want to see all of those things and know it, learn it, live it, and love it. But, sure. Uh, yeah. Need more Fred McGriff. Uh, the crime dog. He disappeared off the face of the earth. Um, I don't know what happened to the crime dog. He's, he's out fighting forest fires somewhere. Um, or no, was he looking for pedophiles? He wasn't the forest fire guy. That was the bear. It was smoky. I just remember his instructional videos. Oh, yeah. Some of the best. That's how I learned my swing. Very dedicated. Very dedicated to that weight on my back leg. Uh, James, you get a crime quarter today? Um, I do. Hey, whoa! Can we, let's hear the... There it is. Crime corner. Crime corner. I mean, it's not so much a crime corner as a frowned upon corner. Okay. And just poor people shit. But... Um, wedding photographer who deleted bride and groom's pictures breaks her silence. Mm. So it was like a little bit of a thing. This wedding photographer who went viral after detailing how she deleted a newlywed couple's photos from their big day, like right in front of them mm-hmm. at the end of the day, um, has broken her silence on social media. In a, pub- in a post published to Reddit's Am I the Asshole forum last month, The photographer detailed how she took the decision to delete the wedding snaps after being denied a 20-minute break to get something to eat and drink. Mm. Okay. So the woman who is actually a dog groomer, again, poor people shit. This is what happens. Okay. This is poor on poor crime. Okay. So the (laughs) photographer was also a dog groomer? No, she was a dog groomer by trade. Mm. And she had agreed to shoot the event for a flat $250. That's That's great money. Dude, two fifty a day. We paid. Do you remember what we paid for our photographer for our small ass wedding? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. that's. But still, the, the, sounds like the bride and groom are being the poor people here. Yeah. The, I'm yeah. saying it's poor on poor crime. Yeah, okay? yeah. it's like it's, do- it's loser on loser crime. They sure. denied him a plate. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta give him a plate, dog. No, fun, I know. Fun yeah. fact: I paid Doko Dan to uh, fill my rehearsal dinner <laughs> with a meal. There you go. Yeah, I, got, I got a meal. Got right? a meal. Yeah. You got a meal. Did you get the footage? See? Did you get the footage? Yeah, so I did like a... <laughs> All he ever sent was a weird trailer of me being a murderer. Again. <laughs> Again. I'm dead ass serious. But this is what happens if you're... It's like stop being poor because that's what you're going to get. You just hire your friend and it's going to be, you know, fast <laughs> no, and loose. I and for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you was, get what you pay for. He got for. great content is what he got. It was called Foxhole. <laughs> did you give him? Did you give him a real video though? Yeah, it was a trailer of him being a murderer for his wife. It was, I did the whole like uh, Gone Girl thing. Can you can you Delco. bring it and play it on the show? I'll, I'll find it somewhere. Yeah, find it and we'll play it on the Please show one day. Do. Yeah, oh, Bob will love it. Bob will love it. <laughs> so what happened with these people? You what? 
Yeah. I know, right? Like, that's what a true friend does. But the woman who described herself, it's a woman, she described herself as a dog groomer by trade. Uh, She said that she agreed to shoot it for 250 as a favor to the bride and groom. However, things turned sour after she asked the groom for a break, only only to be told she needed to either be a photographer or leave without pay. First of all, assholes. Yeah. All over. Yeah. They're both being dicks, right? But Mm -hmm. she chose the latter option, deleting the pictures she had taken throughout the course of the day, (laughs) uh, day day-long event in the process. So despite the uh, severity of her response, the woman found herself inundated with messages of support on Reddit, with many hitting out uh, at the behavior of the bride and groom. So now she has returned to the forum to provide an update on how the situation has developed since her post. So according to the post, the groom wasn't truthful uh, with his bride when it came to what happened on their big day, telling her the photos were lost due to camera problems. Okay, so then the groom is like, blame, this is all so stupid. Yeah. Sorry. I love it. I actually love Sorry this Sorry about this. I mean, no. this is all just like idiots. Yeah. You know? Idiots. So I found the footage. Uh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Of Bob? Of the uh, video I made. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah. It was on Twitter. I posted it. Can we... Are we able to play that right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, Bob? There's no... There's no uh... Can we... Yeah, oh, it's my care. video. Okay. Also... Preface. It's my video. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I still want to ask it's Bob if it's okay. The guy gets one crawfish beignet from me, and he's like, I do whatever I want with your image. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, preface this with, uh, I was kind of tipsy when I did shoot this. Sure. So sure. I was like, this is unusable. And then I was like, actually, let's just fuck with this. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it, was, it wasn't just like, you come here and you shoot this. I was like, you, will you shoot this? Like, you can come and drink and eat for free. Mm-hmm. Like, for free. Like, it's not very serious. And I was pretty tipsy. Because it was the rehearsal dinner. We had, we had re- real first, wedding photographers. First, second, and third mistake just were yes. said right there. But uh, okay. here is the trailer to Foxhole. Yeah, Bob's wedding. You're probably the most hated man in America right now. Fox is probably the worst older brother. As you all know, my wife disappeared three days ago. Dan, this is to tell me how was really you asking me if I killed my wife? Man of my dreams. This man of mine. What about my son? This man may kill me. In her own words, this man may truly kill me. <laughs> Those shots are so good in the like red light. <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever oh, seen in my man. life. Oh, Everybody's going to want this for their wedding now. Can we post this on our uh, Drinking Bros uh, Instagram? Do you, can you rip that footage? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. try to find the actual file <laughs> on my computer. Yeah, what's good about this, Bob, is like, it's, you know, no skin off your guys' nose. You both look amazing in it, right? So it's like, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, fuck, dude. That's so goddamn funny. That's really good. Can you imagine if you're like, hey, man, do you have the footage of that? And that's what you get? That's really good. <laughs> oh. But would you expect anything less? Like, who would ever ask Delco to do that? Oh, my God. And have it's it be so serious. good. We've got to post this on Instagram and Facebook. 
This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's the Twitter quality too, so I'll try to find the, the higher quality stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, it's funny. That, that, that made my entire week right there. Um, it's hard to even, we, we have to cap it with a Shatner story, but it's hard to top that. Shatner went to space at 90 yesterday. Um, two things. Oh, he went? He went? He went. Yeah, they did it. Um, and uh, when, when he landed, he was like super emotional. And like, oh my God, I mean, crying and, and saying this speech about uh, how it fucking changed his life and he hopes he never loses his feeling and all this other stuff. Uh-huh. Right in the middle of this unbelievably heartfelt speech, right? Sure. It, it just, you, you finally see like a vulnerable William Shatner, like all of the Shatner-ness uh-huh. was put away. A bald man hops out of the dick rocket and just starts spraying him in the face with champagne. And God it's, damn it. It's Bezos. <laughs> Bezos just ruined this unbelievably heartfelt speech. Like, was Shatner pissed? I, I, it was so much champagne. I mean, it was one of those like clown bottles where you're just like, oh, God, God damn it. Bezos dude. is such a piece of shit. Piece of shit. And uh, it was one of those moments where you're like, oh, fuck. We're finally going to get a genuine moment out of Shatner. And Bezos yeah. just fucking nuked him. I mean, sprayed God. his face down. And Shatner was just like, oh, man. And it was like, and clearly Bezos doesn't know about the fucking wig either. And it was like, Come I just on, think man. all the right people have all the money. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's what makes, that's what I get from all of that is like, don't worry, guys. Yeah. All the right people have all the money. Yeah. And then uh, George Sakai, who has this following on Twitter, he's blocked me on Twitter. Uh, blocked me years ago, George Takai, that fucking the the Asian guy in that mm-hmm. in Star Trek. Yep. Um, no. What's his fucking what's his character name in that? Zulu. Sulu. 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 Whatever, man. Um, so apparently he's he's hated Shatner. Has always hated Shatner. So yesterday he goes, uh, he's boldly going where other people have gone before. <laughs> And then he says, he's a guinea pig, 90 years old, and it's important to find out what happens. Uh, So 90 years old is going to show a great deal more on the wear and tear of a human body, so he'll be a good specimen to study. Although he's not the fittest specimen at 90 years old, so he'll be a specimen that's unfit. Here's the thing, George Takai. You fucked little boys. You fucked underage kids. That story was out forever, and magically it got buried. Because on the left, like he was this huge like Twitter figure at the time. You fucked little boys, and you fucking paid them off, and I know it. And that's why you blocked me on Twitter. He was talking shit about something, and I go, hey, dude, you want to bring up those? Yes, it's true. You want to bring up the 17-year-old boys you used to fuck? Because I will. George Takai, you fucking asshole. So... For all this shit, uh, which is a perfect way to end the show. Um, yeah, sure. You know, way to pull your pants down and fucking shit on Shatner's moment here. Take a nice Shatner on that moment. <laughs> uh, go to Hello Tushy and get that bidet if you're going to wash that out, George Takai. Let's not forget at the end of the day, you used to fuck underage boys. Huh? And that's another episode of Ross Patterson Revolution. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Buenos tardes, everyone. Good afternoon. You little kid fucker. <laughs> <laughs>